got an intro i do yeah i do that's I'm, your new song yeah that's I what have... i'm gonna key you in this is the song you get to hear i'm not gonna be able to replicate it mm-hmm. uh, this is the song you get to hear when you're doing an intro that is not a wheel or a quiz go okay i have an intro and yes. it's not uh, a wheel or a quiz yes it is okay a fun fact fun fact time yes. um however to get to the fun fact uh. i have to take you on a journey because that's how my brain works are you ready? Right. Take my hand. Uh, we're flying out the window. Yeah. Trying to pick a topic for this week. Uh-huh. Um, and after the wild success of Gumby Jesus, I was thinking it's roadside attraction time, baby. Let's go. Let's pull up roadside Let's attraction. Yeah. Let's just do it again. And I go to the search bar and I type in Jesus. Okay. And I think this will be great. And that's it. But then I did some thinking. Uh-huh. And I typed another word into the search bar. Oh, you're really doing some advanced querying. And I'm not necessarily proud of what happened next, uh-huh. but it did certainly take up a lot of my time. I thought, well, remember the other thing that Gubby Jesus had? I wonder what Americans have to say about the various locations in America mm. of sections of the Berlin Wall. Okay. So I typed in Berlin Wall. Just Berlin Wall. uh, Yeah. Yeah. One tab, Jesus. One tab, (laughs) Berlin Wall. Okay. What kind of alchemy is going to happen? Great. Good God. Um, And I I wound up with 13 tabs. 13 tabs of various locations in the United States that have sections of the Berlin Wall. Okay. Before... That, like, I just want you to know like how many leagues of the sea deep I was yeah. before I thought to myself, Jess, is it funny? <laughs> is it comedy <laughs> to bring the opinions of the famously in, uh, uninclusive uh-huh. and anti-Semitic America? Uh-huh. The great. The great. And, Go, and, come on. Like, it's, yeah. At least show it that. I'm, you gotta put the great, or I don't know what where you're coming from. Because despite the fact that we like at no point really wanted to treat anybody like a person, yeah. um, we are so horny for the Berlin Wall. Mm. But then I thought, and the whole didn't want to get into World War II thing, yeah. and kind of doing eugenics before they were kind of thing. Yeah, oh, and, you, oh, know, you know that whole like, that whole that shtick. Whole, um, yeah. But we're like so horny for pieces for the, of the Berlin Wall. <laughs> So, instead of bringing you reviews of sections of the Berlin Wall, because that's bleak, I'm going to leave you with a fun fact. Okay. About how horny America is for sections of the Berlin Wall. Dixon, Illinois. Okay. Is a a small town in Illinois that was the childhood home of Ronald Reagan. Uh Uh-huh. In Dixon, Illinois, a roadside attraction is not a section of the Berlin Wall but a fake section of the Berlin Wall. Okay. That somebody just made with concrete and wrote Die Mauser on. Right. 
That's how horny we are. Okay. For for that we replicated that a we thing like, that's Dixon, imminently acquirable. Well, Dixon couldn't get themselves a real piece, but they needed so badly, right. so badly to put on display a piece of the Berlin Wall next to Ronald Reagan's speech about liberty. Ronald Reagan's speech yeah. about liberty. Yeah. That they made themselves a fake one. <laughs> I so I mean I and I did I did previously say that Gumby Jesus was evidence that conservatives can't make good art. But it feels like <laughs> now we have exhibit B. And we can almost even just cut exhibit A. We don't need it. It's moments like these that I'm glad that only like four hundred people listen to this podcast <laughs> at it at it in my dreams. Like I don't know. I don't know, man. Um you gotta have empathy to make art. You're listening to everyone's a critic. The internet's first curated volume of other people's opinions. I'm Jess. And I'm a card-carrying car driver. (laughs) (laughs) On this show, we search the internet for the wildest, wackiest, zaniest things people have to say about just about everything. And we bring them here to surprise you and surprise each other and bring a little levity to whatever the hell's going on. You want to hear something funny? Yeah. I didn't bring my phone to this podcast. Awesome. You want to tease your bit? I, I got to go get and my now phone. now you'll get up to get you sure. Um, later on in the show, you're not going to believe it, babe. I heard a dirty rumor that people in this neck of the woods have been talking shit. Can you believe it? And they've been talking shit about my boy. Which boy? Robert Irvine. Oh, shit. Are they going to get... The internet's favorite asshole. He's got huge arms to drag with. I know, but he's not going to be doing it. Folks, we got talk shit and get dragged later I'm in the so show. Excited. Can't That's believe such it. A classic. I know. We're going hard on some golden oldies. I can't believe you braved the glitchiness of the food.com. It's gotten better. It has. They even have dates on their reviews now. Instead of just saying that it was five million days ago. What? I just sorry, what did you just say? Yeah, yeah. They've gotten rid of their day counter and now they have dates. So that yeah, it was yeah, it's good. Wow. And we wow. never done Robert Irvine. No, because yeah. people don't like him. Because he's a, a horrendous piece of shit. He's a horrendous piece of shit. Okay. We'll, we'll get into it. So remember earlier uh-huh. when I was Googling, and by Googling, I mean using the specific search engine on roadsideamerica.com to look up the word Jesus. Uh-huh. I found one. You found? I can't believe it. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. So you were looking at all the Berlin Wall stuff and you thought, this is too bleak, but only by a little bit. You know what's better? <laughs> Crucifixion. Okay, great. You know what is funny to me? Yeah. The various depictions of Jesus' life in the moments right before his torturous death. Yeah. Um, And all the ways we can make moolah off of it. So, this is not about moolah. This is about um, Christian fundamentalism only. Uh, So, this is a rest stop. So, it is about moolah, but carry on. Yeah, okay. There is a gift shop. Okay, I shouldn't say it's not. Okay. (laughs) Okay, okay. Wait, wait, always wait, wait, wait. a fucking gift there shop. There is a gift shop. There is a gift shop. Um, so this is a rest area. There's a gift shop, and I don't know if we're going to read this review, so I'm just going to say it. There's okay. a gift shop, but there's not a bathroom or a trash can. Um, 
This is a rest stop <laughs> off I-40, which we have driven on many a time, but not this far, um, because this is in Groom, Texas. So what this is, is a 19-story tall aluminum cross. That's tall. Um, if you're a, if you're an American, I feel like you can picture this kind of white aluminum siding style cross. Yeah. Um. So this is one of the humongous ones. Have you driven down an American interstate? Because yeah. if so, you've got it. Um. You know what I'm talking about, babe. <laughs> you know what. I'm, um. At the base of the cross, there's a uh, kind of pathways in sort of like a bicycle wheel pattern uh, um okay. and there are very there's statues that depict the various moments directly before jesus's crucifixion oh perfect okay great yeah and then um there's the hill it's like the grimmest slowest flip book <laughs> exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, oh right. yeah he's getting more dead oh 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 yikes crown of thorns oh Oh, boy. Oh, he has to carry the whole cross by himself then? Oh, man. Okay, yikes. And then, um, of course, we have them up on the hill. Uh, you may not know this, but yeah. Jesus was uh, executed in between two thieves, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. why you see the three crosses. Yeah, no, I know. I, I went to church you for a hot not, second. You might not know. I don't know, if the, I don't know if the Quakers do the death shit. I don't know. Uh, um, kind of, yeah. But so they have that. and They, they one have, time told me that hip hop is evil. Well, that's interesting. Which is very not Quaker, that's but whatever. That's very not Quaker of them. Yeah. So we're going to um, we're gonna get started with just some info. Yeah. Uh, because we're starting on TripAdvisor. So we're starting. This is a kind of a specifically Catholic ministry that runs this. But um, we're going to get it started with some Presbyterians because we're going to TripAdvisor. Okay. Um, John Jay is from Auckland, New Zealand. So I thought that was funny. Four stars. <laughs> I just, it just feels so specifically American. Yeah. Um, the shame I experienced. Four stars. Impressive. Even for the non-religious folk, this is a great place to stop and see. It is said to be the biggest cross in the USA. I doubt it. At 190 feet tall. But according to some people we spoke to, they said it wasn't. Never mind. It is still impressive, as is the other religious sculptures, including an interpretation of the cave where Jesus was said to have been placed after his death. You can see the cross a long way before you get to it. Impressive. Oh, man, you can, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that's cool. That's fucking... I love tall shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> fucking tall, we don't have tall shit in, in New Zealand, man. Man. I we love don't, tall things. Impressive. 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 Oh, oh man. And I just um, saw Redwoods, too, but this thing, oh, man. What state is this? Where is this? Texas. Okay. It's, uh, in groom, it's on the panhandle of Texas. We're going to get a slightly different take. Okay. Uh, from okay, P-Med, three stars. Uh, bad P-Med. Okay, P-Med. Have passed many times on I-40, but was able to stop this time. It's an Interesting artist and certain religious view of the Bible story of the crucifixion of Jesus. Took us Jesus. A, a Jesus. Took us a few times to find where we thought it started, which is hilarious to me. <laughs> it is definitely non-denominational. Yeah, what, do you, what do you mean where it started? Where it started. It's a 19-story tall single object. 
Um, you the, mean the narrative? Uh, yeah, the narrative. Of, the, the, the slow grinding the picture slow, book? The okay. slow grinding picture book of Jesus's death. Right. Yeah. And I, I, is I that assume difficult? ultimate resurrection. I, I hope that they probably show that part too. Do you think? Uh, They'd maybe. have to put a whole cave in. They have a whole cave. I should have mentioned. It has a water feature. Um, so wait, the last the last pane of the comic is, is, a, is a, a water feature cave? It, yes. Took us a few to find where we thought it started. It is definitely non-denominational. The coolest part for me was the demon that looked like a dragon that was being stabbed by an angel holding a big sword. What? I didn't see um, any photos of that. (laughs) And it's not mentioned in any other reviews. So this person's tripping. The dragon would be... the, The title of this review is Mom and I. Okay. No, yeah, I, I know I know who mom is. I, I think I've seen the picture. You don't need trip advisor. You need a fucking trip sitter. <laughs> the dragon would be awesome in my yard. There were some Catholic yeah. people there who I think were crying, but they were saying how touching and moving it was. I didn't feel it. I mean, I understand that it's being cleared for many therapeutic uses, and I think that's great, but recreational use I'm I'm more I'm more shaky on. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just, I don't is know. Is this if, the place you go? This isn't the place you go for a good trip, just, friend. Just do what everyone else does and turn the lights off and watch Apocalypse Now. <laughs> or something. Or something. Or something. <laughs> um. So we're going we're gonna to talk about one real quick problem with it. Okay. Michelle says one star. Horrible spot for this. This giant backlit cross is a real road hazard. We thought we were driving into a tornado eastbound on Route 40 last night until we got close enough to see what it was. Should not be allowed to be lit up at night. I don't think you could mistake it for a tornado under any circumstances. Except Michelle did. I don't think you did. I thought. What? I thought it was a tornado. (laughs) Okay. You impersonating Michelle doesn't help me understand. It was a tornado. I just think if you thought maybe it was a large mech fighting off kaiju, that I can almost buy a little more because it's a large piece of lit up shiny aluminum. I thought okay. it was a tornado. I thought it was a tornado. I thought God's middle finger was coming down to crush us all. But nope, it's just a large shiny testament to the sacrifice of the son of God. Book Lori has a four-star review. I prefer DVD Lori. Interesting, even if you're not Christian. I, I still don't think so. And I just don't think I so. I don't think so. Sure. It's a bold claim. It's more inspiring as a reminder of Jesus's life, death, and resurrection, dot, dot, dot. But it's also impressive as an enormous landmark standing in stark <laughs> contrast to the wind machines and telephone poles, which are the <laughs> only other things on the horizon. It's also just a really tall, shiny shape. And boy, in, these, in this neck of the woods, we sure do love a tall, shiny shape. I just can't get myself enough of that tall, shiny shape. Sometimes I just sit in my back. I sit on my back porch and I just look through my book of shapes. God damn, there's the rhombus again. I can't even believe it. Rhombus is blowing my mind. The sight would be even more impressive if those weren't part of the picture, but not much can be done about that. What? Those what? Uh, telephone poles and wind machines weren't part of the picture. Oh, okay. If they weren't clogging up my cross yeah. well, line of sight. That's what Photoshop's for. Yeah, right? You use the clone tool. Come on, get skills. What jumped out to me was the first of 14 stations of the cross in which... Pilot is washing his hands 
of the decision regarding Jesus. The bowl he's using... They had using, pilots back then? Um, Dumb I, joke, carry on. Okay. <laughs> the bowl he's using is filled with coins, and at any other attraction, you'd expect at least some people to be pocketing a few, or a handful, as they pass. Not here, dot, dot, dot. Everyone is visiting with a spirit of reverence, which is lovely. Which is lovely, but untrue. I would pocket it. I mean, I guess I wouldn't go, but I would pocket it. Although I wish I'd thought to ask at the gift shop what the coins go to whenever the bowl overflows. The gift shop? The, if you have to ask. It's the gift. The, they go to the gift shop. Yeah. Um... <laughs> They go to the gift shop. Okay. Uh, there's a gift shop on the site. You don't have to ask. <laughs> Cliff Siler has our last review. Yeah. Four stars. Awesome experience. It's free. And not really an experience much. I have never seen or experienced anything as moving and detailed and well planned out when it comes to the history of of our lives uh-huh. and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Have you seen a good sunset? This is a must see for anyone. Or you- a rainbow? Because the rainbow is the whole, like, I won't float you again thing. I won't kill every person on earth. And that's pretty. The artistic detail and craftsmanship is outstanding, and every stage is laid out brilliantly with an explanation of who and what it is about. The gift shop contained such a perfect variety of many, many things, which made it easy to contribute and donate simply by purchasing a few things that would help to share the memories and experience. I signed the guest book underneath a lady who had come from France. Whoa. We took lots of pictures, and then we went for a drive through the small town of Groom, very cute and quiet little town. Oh man, I'm just so so plum plum happy to have shared this space with someone all the way from Dolgern, France. Dolgern, France. And we have so much in common now that they don't believe in pensions neither. And I just, <laughs> I just don't know, pals. And on that note, we're ready to talk about Robert Irvine. <laughs> Yes. Um, so if you're not familiar with Robert Irvine, good for you. Um, <laughs> but let's get familiar anyway. Robert Irvine is the host of a show that is somehow still on the air called Restaurant Impossible. It's a Kitchen Nightmares ripoff and sucks the worst ass. Um, <laughs> um, what I'm going to do now is read uh, from three years ago, early COVID, an AMA that someone did whose family was on Restaurant Impossible. And uh, was mostly just answering questions very happily and having a good time. (laughs) And then someone asked this totally expected question and all hell broke loose. This is a question on the AMA on Reddit from EJB8705. Okay. Can you give more details about why you and your family had so many issues with Robert Irvine? I haven't caught the episode, so I don't have a reference. Looking for some good behind the scenes info if you have it. Thanks. So all of our issues were off camera, actually. There's one instance where my brother storms off because of something Robert Ir- Robert Irvine said, but what he said directly before was not included, which was Robert Irvine, Irvine telling my brother he's a spoiled baby that will never be successful, and he's lucky my dad is there to wipe his ass for him. 
Wow. I am so, 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 so surprised they didn't include that. Uh, this is very long. I'll warn you. Oh. After we got the menus, this is one of the very few times I talked to him without a camera rolling because he's usually not near us. But I said, quote, what's rapini? So they got their new menus that uh-huh. they're going to use at the restaurant. And, and, and it has rapini on and it. And it has rapini on it. This is a southern restaurant in like a rural area. Huh. And it's got rapini on it. I don't know what rapini is either. Yeah. Well, in, in some other answers, they explained that they removed arugula and rapini from the new menu because they got sick of people asking them what arugula and rapini are. Okay. I know what arugula is. It's just broccoli, Rob, by the way. Uh, and he said, quote, are you even fucking Italian or are you just an idiot? This is off camera. They're, they're not rolling. They're not rolling. Uh, like a 21-year-old girl was asking a simple question. Also, no sarcasm in the tone of voice. Very serious. Wow. But right as we were getting ready to do the reveal, Robert Irvine said he only wanted mom, dad, and brother to walk in and not sister because she wasn't part of the storyline. And dad and brother were like, this is a family business. We're walking in together. It's not my fault you didn't incorporate her into the storyline. Robert Irvine starts screaming, quote, this is my fucking show. It's not about you. I don't give a fuck what you guys want. You're not going to ruin my fucking show. To which brother responded, fine, take it all back then. Go ahead, take everything back and leave. Then Robert Irvine points his finger right in his face and says, quote, you, shut up. Which in any other situation, brother would have punched him. But uh, Robert Irvine's very beefy. He's super beefy. Super annoyingly beefy. At this point, sister is crying. Producers are trying to calm everything down. Robert Irvine says to sister, quote, come here and let me talk to you. And she's screaming, crying, is like, I don't want to talk to you. Then he talks to mom and he's like, listen, you guys need to get the fuck over it. This is my show and we're going to do it how I fucking want. Oh, my God. To which mom replied, quote, you're a monster. Wow. And uh, they're all saying we're taking everything back. And then um, it's also pouring rain outside and we were already 30 minutes past reveal time. So they're trying to do the restaurant reveal after the reno. Yeah. That's where we're at. They're about to get their new restaurant and they're supposed to look all excited and happy. And Robert Irvine is screaming at them to shut the fuck up. Because he doesn't want the the one member of the family to be part of the family reveal. Yeah. Okay. Which is wild. Wild. Insane. So everyone's crying. The, the producer and Mark Summers come over and is like, what's going on? <laughs> I can't. Bobbert. Robbie. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing to get Mark Summers involved? <laughs> this is your behavior? So, uh, and then Mark Summers clears the sister to, to be part. What, uh, fuck, uh, of course he does. Mark Summers is like, get in there and find the fucking flag. <laughs> Mark Summers is like, dig in the rapini. <laughs> find that flag. Um, Win yourself those sketchers. You're uh, going to Disneyland. And then one last quote, just to sprinkle it all out. Uh, the second scene, the second the scene finished, he said, quote, let's make this quick so I can get the fuck out of here. Oh, my God. Mark, why can't you put him down? Um, uh, <laughs> the original question asker responded asking, Mark Summers was there? Oh, my God. How was he? And uh, the AMA person was like, oh, my God, so good. So down to earth. I love meeting him. Oh, my God. If I ever met Mark Summers, I think I'd die. I know. I know. I, 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 yeah, I, I, know. Have, I have too many things built up in my head about Mark Summers. Whew, I would pitch a tent. Uh, we got reviews <laughs> for <laughs> Uh, we got reviews for Robert Irvine's recipe for French toast on the Food Network website. Uh-huh. French toast. Goddamn. It is French toast. 
Um, and it's got some mild spices, including nutmeg. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But it's like slightly fancy French toast. Okay. Uh, and we're gonna hear some reviews where people, uh, you know, don't like what people have to say about it. Wild. Three stars from Anonymous from not that long ago. This is way too much stuff for a base French toast meal. All you need is heavy whipping cream, eggs, and ground cinnamon, and maybe some sugar. If you want it this way, it is easier and cheaper. And if you don't like it, add some of the stuff from the recipe. So, okay, it's like a slightly dolled up French toast. There's yeah. nutmeg. There's, a, there's you know, you're splashing some milk. You're doing a little yeah. bit of this and that. But it's like, it's French toast. Yeah. Uh, response from Foodie15. Give it to me, Foodie. Yet another brilliant Einstein who <laughs> rates a recipe they haven't made. <laughs> response from Dust T. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Weird. I don't remember the recipe being called simple four ingredient French toast. Ooh, snap, snap. <laughs> we got a review from Anonymous. Two stars. It's funny how the people who are talking shit never want to use their names. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny that a- Anonymous is called Anonymous, but has a profile picture of a shark in some clouds. Oh, and that tells us who they are. Yeah, it's Cloudy Shark. Oh, damn. The recipe is good, but the instructions are awful. They don't tell you how long to do anything for and condensed into two steps. Do you need instructions to breathe? The <laughs> response from Adam, it's French toast. Oh, my God. It's not that hard. Yes, it is. Uh, we got a review. No, uh, no stars given for this review from Mark Marge K. James. Test. <laughs> okay. I uh, got a couple back-to-back reviews here. Five stars from Anonymous. I tried this recipe this morning for my family, and not only was it easy to prepare, but we all loved it. The French toast was delicious. And then a response from Anonymous, who again has a custom profile picture of a cat wearing a cat. <laughs> 100% agree. And then uh, no stars from Anonymous. Robert, try adding some almond extract and a pinch of salt. Yep, you are speaking to Robert right now. It's the bomb. Robert, are you in the room with us? Robert, are you? Are Robert, you have you tried almond extract in your French toast? Do you want it to taste like Fruit Loops? It's going to taste like Fruit Loops if you put uh, almond extract in there. Do you want some Fruit Loopy, like glue sticky kind of stuff going on? Because that's, mm, I love that. Uh, response from Anonymous, who has a profile picture of a cat wearing a cat. <laughs> Ew, no. Ew. Almonds? Almonds? Fruit Loops? One star from Anonymous. That's it. Ew. (laughs) Ew, Ew. no. So, okay, listen, can I, I'm sorry, I'm going to interject to this with a story. Okay. Sorry, you were in such a flow, but I just real quick need to tell you that one of my students spent all of recess laying face down on the ground in the sunshine Uh. with his raincoat on and his hood up. And every time we went to go check on him, he said to us, Please go away. <laughs> That's me most of the time. And I said, same. Same. You know what? I, w- I respect your boundaries. Um, now, if you could respect mine next time, that'd be great. That would be, if you could stop checking on me every five minutes, <laughs> that'd be neat. <laughs> um, ew. Ew. <laughs> One star from Anonymous. <laughs> this suck on ice. 
Oh. These recipes make me puke. These are stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Response from Anonymous. Oh, dear me. Then find some recipes that suit you. <laughs> Response from Joni K53. Hi, Joni. I agree. With all the five-star reviews, some people what? have different opinions than you. Response from Linda G, who we've definitely heard from before on the show. Get them, Linda. Your comment is a poor reflection of you. Not the recipe. I really cracked there. Wow. So happy you are so impressed with yourself as no one else is. What is this? What is this? I mean, I know they called it stupid, and that, that feels mean. But... Re- yeah, this one got a lot. Uh, response from J.J. Beefus. J.J. Beefus? <laughs> it... They thought it was a tornado. <laughs> Sorry. I saw that. I thought that big metal cross was a tornado. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's so rude to make fun of JJ Beefus. It's not. JJ Beefus has had this coming for a long time. In uh, <laughs> an, an antacid, some cooking lessons, and perhaps some anger management counseling might help a bit. They just said stupid. I mean, I don't uh, like, like four it either. Times, to be fair. Yeah, but come on. I mean, it's not a nice thing to say, <laughs> but like, <laughs> uh, people are putting fake news on the internet. <laughs> and I got two more. Okay. Uh, I got a one-star review from Katie, who is not going to be dragged, but who is going to kind of drag someone in a passive-aggressive way. Oh, that's my favorite kind of aggression. One star. My husband. Uh-oh. 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 What'd he do? What did old Dick Honker get up to? Not being much of a cook. Uh-oh. Tell us about it. And trying to do something nice in light of the quarantine. Wow. Made this for Mother's Day. Hmm. You are speaking about a child? <laughs> no, my husband. Okay. So anytime. So here we are. My husband tried to do something nice for me on Mother's Day. Anytime you can replace the word my husband with my child, you need to think about things. <laughs> if you can say the exact same sentence and it just makes sense, my child who is not much of a cook yeah, and just tried to do something nice. Yeah. Made me this for Mother's Day. And now I'm going to get online and post a one-star review of his efforts. Yes. (laughs) It was awful. Mm. Period. Wow. The obscene quantity of butter to use to fry? Why? Who fries French toast so we can all be like Paula Deen? No thanks. It's supposed to be tender and moist and succulent, not salty, crusty, and hard. Okay. I'll take a hard pass on the overly greasy saltiness and the diabetes. Okay, now I just, I don't think you're a favorable individual. <laughs> I just think, I just think that we had a quarantine on and your husband tried to treat you to French toast yeah. and you're doing that thing where it really fucked you off and you're trying to blame something else and say like, it's not your fault, honey. The recipe sucked. Yeah. And you're committed to that bit so hard that you're going to go on the Food Network and post a one star review of your husband's efforts. 
I... and and trials and uh, love language. And your husband is a grown up, and that's a that's a rough thing. And to that's do. a rough thing to do to your grown up husband. to your grown up husband. And we're ending on this one. A no star review from Jeff Kaplan, twenty three. Test. <laughs> If your life is a fucking mess, Crest, send us a mail on the pony distress. Is my brand sometimes, uh, all unless sh- coal gets on sale. Fuck you all the time. Um, I'm hey, hey, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? What? I found out that. Do you remember when we were sent Hork, the shark with horse legs? Yes. Turns out, listeners, Space Bras. Thank you. My favorite. Yeah. No, we got that in a DM, too, and it won't open. So, uh, like, the DMs, like, don't work now. Do you so know what thank it is? Uh, they uh, sent us a duck. A duck. A uh. duck with horse, ho- horse feet. Oh. A duck with horse feet. Okay. A, a wish for horse that feet. A wish for horses that feet. And I just okay. want to say thank you for that. And that's on our Discord. So if you want to yeah. see it, hit us up for that invite. Man, we got a lot of stuff on our Twitter. It hasn't been notifying me of shit. And I haven't been checking it or using <laughs> using it. Because um, have- I have a full-time job and it's a uh, real... I mean, not, not the full-time part, but the job itself. Real bummer. Oh, yeah. Um, and Twitter's a real hellscape. Real, Can I tell da- real you dark job. The uh, one yeah. thing I have in the email real quick? Sure, yes, please. Oh, it's my God. from uh, listener Isaac, and I don't know if uh, you've ever emailed us before. So, hi. <laughs> Says, uh, came across this just now, and I've been trying to figure it out for several minutes. Um, It's an earwax removal kit. Uh, Isaac included the full Amazon title because somebody knows what I like. Here we go. EVNRHQ Grips Earwax Remover Silicone Earwax Removal Soft Q Grips Earwax Remover Q Grips Earwax Remover for Adults Earwax Removal Tool with 16 Tips Reusable Ear Cleaner Earwax Removal Kit. Jesus God. Is this the the squeeze in the bulb or the uh, picky one? Nope. It's a it's a uh, like yeah. a spirally um yeah. hellscape. Yeah, yeah. You bought a bunch of those. They were in the car forever. They don't work. No, no, I didn't buy any of those. I buy I bought the little uh the ones that are supposed to listen. They're close enough. They're lovely to me. Don't Sorry, listen, I got... this is not the point. Yeah. Jody Ann says, uh <laughs> Isaac, thank you for this review. Jody Ann says five stars. Great ornament for a smile. Oh, no. Love what? it. We have awesome friends who found toilet paper during shortages, and this is perfect. What? Just like photo. What? And I um, I don't know what that means either. Okay. I, well, I think it means they used it as toilet paper during the national shortage. Um, and desperate times call, but not for small plastic earwax removers. No. So. Oh boy, let's get away from that as soon as possible. <laughs> um, uh, uh, oh my god! So, like I said, so much stuff. Uh, listener Brainworm shared some reviews, some some one star reviews for a book, which um, I'm just going to screenshot the tweet and send it to you so that you can do it uh, later. They're, oh, they're very long reviews, and I bet they're good. And I don't want to steal a potential segment from you. Thank you, Brainworm. And we're about to have a bunch of time to sit around and do research, so maybe that'll be good for you. Yeah. 
Uh, listener Jeb, thank you so much for letting us know that in Northern Italy, they don't use ricotta, they use bechamel. Oh! Um, which is still not cottage cheese. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's like a totally different thing. How interesting. Uh, listener Perry, thank you for sharing this negative review for the new D&D movie, which looks fun enough. Shrug. Shrug. It probably is quite good. Uh, negative review. By the end, one doesn't come away with a deeper appreciation for the board game's fantasy universe, partially because the narrative is so insistent on functioning as a cliche story about the family people make throughout their lives. <laughs> Sounds a little jaded, my friend. <laughs> it's a wild review for a D&D movie. It is, yeah. Um, famously a game that encourages um, sort of familial yeah. found family situations. Yeah. That's the... Whatever, it's uh, fine. Yeah. It's part of the whole dynamic. Uh, listener Reese, again, thank you so much. The thing in the last episode where we did Subway, um, which had the squeezy sandwich picture, I hope you all enjoyed that, mm. um, that really gave me a fuck to the face. Love that phrasing. Thank you so much. Was that there are people, other human beings, that think that people want to work at Subway and make sandwiches for other people. And right? Right? Am I right? No? <laughs> Am I talking to an empty room? What's going on? <laughs> Right? No? Right. Okay. 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 Are you ready to find Jesus? Let's... Oh, my God. And we're going... Is it the same one? Yeah. Okay. We're just going to go to Google. G- Google. Listen, when I find Jesus, I really want to talk about him. Is it... Is it kind of fucked up that this episode is going to be nothing but Jesus and Robert Irvine? Is that like a <laughs> weird pairing? I We've done... I mean, normally we don't even think about the pairings because we just do our own things, but... <laughs> Even now, I hadn't even until you said that. As wine, I hadn't thought as, about it. <laughs> as wine pairings go, that's a. Ooh. That's, I mean, listen, the blood and the body, right? <laughs> let's, uh, let's dig into the blood then. <laughs> I mean, we'll get our body course later. Oh boy. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> I have one Yelp review. There were only four Yelp reviews. I did not check Dark Yelp. Do you think that's how Timothy Chalamet orders food at restaurants? Like the blood is his appetizer and then the bodies is mains? Yep. Bones okay. for dessert. Oh, uh, bones are the pudding. Yeah, of Bones course. are the pudding. Rebecca says four stars. My friend told me about the stages of the cross. So glad we came by to take a look. Stages of the... So like, the again, the slow grinding picture book? The slow grinding picture book to Jesus' death. Book? Yes. Okay. And resurrection. So glad we came by to look at it beautiful and all the work that has been put into it. I love the fact it's off the freeway and everyone and anyone can come and look at it. No matter who you are, whether you're religious or not, I believe the Lord will draw you in by his Holy Spirit. And that's what matters. (laughs) That's what matters at the end of the day. Because he's the only one. The way, (laughs) the truth. And the life. What matters at the end of the day, folks, what matters at the end of the day is not the message or the meaning or the artistry put into this giant piece of fucking aluminum, but the fact that it is easily accessible off of I-40. So when (laughs) you stop to visit, take a moment and thank the Lord. It is just a quick jaunt off exit 85, okay? This is not hard to get to, and that is the point. It's 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 right there. It's very easy to find. Um, and I just like people are trying to get you to pray the sinner's prayer, even in a Yelp review, <laughs> even in a Yelp review. They're out to get you. So, and that Yelp review genuinely makes me almost want to put a content warning on the whole episode. Like, <laughs> if you have religious trauma, 
they're coming for you even in Yelp, okay? Oh. It's, it's... Yeah, okay, that is that is fair. You don't see that a lot on Yelp. Yelp yeah. tends to be like, I don't know what it is about Yelp. I don't that, know. But like, that tends to be like an edgier, more hardcore, more atheist place. I it don't just, know why. It's it a lawless is. environment. Yeah. Um, not that uh, Christianity isn't also that sometimes, but... Um, yeah. It's weird. It's just weird. Yeah. Usually, like genuine, like we kid, but genuinely, it is TripAdvisor where you get the the like faithful reviews. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's Usually. Yelp where you get the like sardonic hipsters. Yes. Like that's pretty consistent. I don't know what the fuck Google is. Google is uh, Google's yeah, the rest. Yeah, I was just trying the to best uh, of the rest. I was just trying to figure that out too because we're going. I mean, we're going to Google. Google's just whatever's Here we are. whatever's at the bottom of the steamer tray. Five stars from Derek. I am from El Paso, Texas. Uh-huh. I share this with my English students in Poland and Eastern Europe that Texas stands for God. Defend I us. I don't think it does. Oh, saints and father. Does it? Texas stands for God. I think. It wasn't one of the names I Is read that... in the Bible. I've read a lot of them <laughs> in the Bible. There's a lot. Yahweh. Elohim. Texas. Texas. <laughs> I mean, I know they've got a big ego in Texas, but this takes it to a new level. Yeshua, yeah. Um, okay, yeah. So that's a that's a different take on it. <laughs> All my exes live in Texas. Sounds a lot different now. <laughs> oh boy! It's a lot more aggressive now. Um, Hal calls this shamefully ostentatious. The rest of the review wasn't that interesting, but I just thought that that really summed it up. Just and I want to put that as a, I want to juxtapose that with Derek and Rebecca. Okay, this is shamefully ostentatious. Okay, Uh, from Google. From Google. Okay, yeah, all from Google. However, it may have some purpose, as Queequeg Harpooner tells us with this three-star review. The Lord, our Redeemer, really deserves a cross at least twice the size of this. <laughs> that said... 38 floors! <laughs> yeah, God. What? This thing won't even last the, the smallest earthquake. That said, it did make Grandma yell, Jesus Christ! <laughs> when would. we came upon it, dot, yeah. dot, dot. So it is effective in that way. In what way, Queequeg? In what way? In making an old woman shout Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. That's um, a big, that's a big goddamn cross. Shit, that's a big fucking shit. That's a big cross. Uh, <laughs> Costa Pobre has a four-star review. Nice. It's a beautiful place. The cross is immense. The different statues are excellent. Oh, man. I was really hoping you were going to say lit. Lit. Um, there's a point of contention. This is an observation. It is extremely important to have correct biblical theology, not Uh, change, uh add, or leave anything out. Okay. Check out the Ten Commandments. And they they show the Ten Commandments. And I just double-checked the picture that Costa put up. Uh. I I can't find anything wrong with it. Like, Uh. I've read the Ten Commandments a few times, and I can't find anything wrong. Costa's got different ones. Um, It says you instead of thou. Uh, But Costa wraps up their review with, you're responsible for reading the whole Bible. Have a personal relationship with your Lord 
and Savior. See, your Lord and Savior. Costa gets it. Every we all got it. We all each we got our own. We got our own truths. We got our own lords. We got our own Ten Commandments. Your Ten Commandments say, "Thou shalt not covet another person's wife." Or what is it? <laughs> Stuff. That you you shall not covet your neighbor's wife. You shall not covet okay, your neighbor's property. Okay. There are two. Those are two separate commandments. Of course. Yeah. Well, at least that. At least we're not tying wife into property in the in the commandments themselves, just kind of everywhere else. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, yours might say that. Mine say, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's dog. <laughs> you know? And, and then parentheses, especially if you have a really shitty one. Yeah. Parentheses again, deal with it. And then it's, closed both. What's always interesting to me when they put like, these specifically the enormous crosses that are supposed to be like come and look at our cross and pray is that that and then they put the ten commandments on there and i just like whoever is there like chiseling out thou shalt not worship graven images like uh-huh. thou shalt not create idols like that i'm wondering like do they do they get any irony from it like, is there irony to be had there for that person? As or they're creating the... As they are creating... Like, I just... Yeah. Anyway, is that's it, a theological it, argument that uh, we don't need to get yeah. into. I'm not a Christian. <laughs> it's, uh, just, it's a good image, just... Wait a minute, shit. <laughs> nah, fuck, it's probably fine. I know, I know. Oh, it's just, it's just wild to me. Uh, we're gonna end on something simple. Lead us out. Punctuate this whole wacky bit that okay. I'm doing about Christianity. Little, little one part water, one part sugar. Let's go. The jet trek, four stars. I don't believe in God, but cool statue, bro. <laughs> so, do you remember when I was trying to figure out where Google reviews come from in my metaphor? Yeah. Do you remember when I was watching um, Bar Rescue in bed? Because that's where I'm at. And um, don't say what you're about to say. To and anybody. they were cleaning out the ice oh, machine. I'm just gonna take the and at the bottom off. of the ice machine, the professional bartender scooped something out and then put it on a paper towel and said, "That's a col- that's a bacteria colony." And it was like a big scoby on the bottom of their ice machine. Yeah, big scoby. They'd been growing. That's that's the Google ones. Yeah. Yeah. They're just down there under all the ice. <laughs> How do you get a bacteria colony in a frigid environment? I don't know, but it was we a... We have got to stop talking about this. It was a big old scoby. Um, <laughs> I'm going to vomit. <laughs> Why are you so happy right now? Oh, you were so, you were so put off. I and was... you wanted nothing to do with it. And I laughed for like 10 minutes. I know. And it was the best were, way to go. I slept so crying. well. I slept so well. What are you even? Oh, God, it's Bobbert time. <laughs> Babe, you won't believe it. Robert Irvine's shimmied on down my chimney and he's left me a big old pile of shit. Well, that is certainly a whole string of words you put together. In the form of potato leek soup <laughs> on the Food Network website. Potato leek soup, folks. I love potato leek soup. I mean, who doesn't? God, it's so good. Who does? It's so, I mean, and it's it, we're coming out of winter, so this oh is our God. last chance. Are you ready to hear people talk shit? 
Yes. We're going to do, we're basically doing the best of the rest now. We're starting with potato leek soup and then we're going to have just all the best of the rest, all the other scrapings I got. Okay. 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 It would be nice if six russet potatoes could be equated to pounds. So the recipe calls for six potatoes. Oh. It doesn't specify pounds. Little ones, big ones, what's going on? And the four sliced leeks were some kind of measurement. Both of these ingredients differ drastically in size. It shouldn't be such a mystery. Fair. I think that's a fair assessment. (laughs) Response from Anonymous, whose picture is a cat, but not a cat wearing a cat. My concern as well. Thanks for mentioning it. Okay. Response from Foodie15, who we heard from before. I thought so. (laughs) It would also be nice if you didn't rate a recipe until you've actually made it. Uh, It'd also be great if you fucked right off. (laughs) Hope you step on a Lego. Five stars from Bobby W. Hi, Bobby. Making this tonight. Love to go taste of leeks. Uh Uh-huh. Me too, Bobby. Response. From Foodie15, who we've heard from before. Yet another brilliant Einstein who rates a recipe they haven't made. Hope you fuck right off. Um, Which I think, did I read that same response in the first act, I'm pretty sure. Yes, you did, yes. Uh, And it is formatted with the same capital. So that is a copy-pasted thing that is just like in a notepad on Foodie15's computer. But... I think we need to talk about your hobbies. <laughs> I just now realized that. I think I think we need to talk about your hobbies. Or lack thereof. Though, yeah. honestly, griefing on the Food Network comments is, as they go, not a bad one, at least by my standards. To be fair, somebody told me today that their therapist lets them, they, they're allowed to be obsessively compulsive about something at 4.15 every day. Oh, I love that policy. So I guess maybe if this is your thing, uh-huh. and it just once a day you get to copy and paste from this notepad oh. into the into the Food Network site. I fucked this segment. I want to talk about that from now on. What would your thing be? Four fifteen. Four fifteen is such a liberal time too. It's like <laughs> it's the perfect time when like you can move on because there's dinner. Dinner's yeah. looming. Dinner's so you looming. have to loom. You have At to some move point. on. Yeah. You That's can't perfect. stay there all day. Oh, it's the golden I, hour of obsession. What's your thing? Oh, I geez. I, I, I've been thinking about it all day I because she said that and then something happened and then her reply was, well, now you can think about that every day at 4.15. Oh, my God. And I was like, God damn. Yeah. How can I pick one thing? How can I pick? I I have an anxiety disorder. How can oh I pick God. one thing? But I'm that's feeling all anxious. I'm, just, I'm nibbling yeah. on my shirt just yeah, thinking yeah, about you, it. You're like doing all your classic <laughs> shit. You like grabbed a whole curl from the back of your head. You were like, you're doing all the shit. Um, so yeah, just think about that instead. Think about think about oh, what, what you would obsess over at four. Well, just just once a day at four fifteen. Oh, maybe I don't want to think about it anymore. Um. <laughs> oh, recipe ideas, creative things to do with tofu. That's what I'll obsess yeah. about at four fifteen every day. Every is different day. ways to stuff and layer and yeah. cook tofu, mm-hmm. uh, which is genuinely um, takes up too much of my brain. Okay, <clears throat> we got reviews for herb crusted prime rib roast. Uh, which calls for a half a cup of fresh parsley a half a cup of fresh rosemary a half a cup of fresh tarragon and a quarter cup fresh thyme leaves as the herb crust okay 
Uh, it's kind of a long one, but it's going to pay off. So okay. bear with me. This is a one star view from Na- Nancy. This was posted on Facebook in 2013. Hi, Nancy. Different time. I haven't spent Chris. Okay. I will also say this is kind of a bummer review, but it's fine. Okay. It's it's worth it. Again, the payoff. <laughs> okay. Much like this prime rib just okay. falls okay. off the bone. Convince okay. me. Convince me. I haven't spent Christmas with my only daughter in about 25 years. Okay. (laughs) Starting off strong. So I want this dinner to be special. I always watch Restaurant Impossible. Love the show. So I trusted his recipe would be great. Well, it wasn't. I did the herb rub and nobody liked it. We had to scrape it off. I don't make much income, so having a $70 prime rib roast taste bad was such a hurtful Christmas. Babe. Genuinely, you're killing me. And I am a very good cook, but never made a prime rib before because of the cost. The roast itself was good, minus the rub. I will never use this again. I should have just gone with my own cooking ways, with just seasoning with onion powder, garlic powder, pepper, and kosher salt. It would have come out great. My daughter likes fancy cooking, and I wanted to impress her. Oh, my God. So much for that, frowny face with a nose. Uh. My husband said, quote, what'd you do? Roll it in the grass? Not funny. No. I am so disappointed. It was so strong, grassy tasting, and bitter. I make a great oven roast. My first failure. Response. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, so there's Nancy had nothing redeemable about Christmas. No. Okay. Well, I mean, family was there, but at least in this moment, it was pretty dark. Okay. Uh, uh, Response from Gregor T., Hi, Gregor. Mm, don't don't be too polite. Mm-hmm. I would say, Gregor, if you are a fan of garlic powder and onion powder, then fresh herbs may not be to your liking. Gregor, <laughs> that is an incredibly rude thing to say, and I may have thought it. But Nancy is going through it, Gregor. Do you want to wash that down real quick? Yes. We're going to blast through these because um, there's no need to read them all. Okay. Um, but I want everyone to get a, a sous-son of what's going on. Uh, three cheese stuffed eggplant. Okay. It's a lot of cheese for one eggplant. <laughs> um, and when it was first posted, it had ingredients but no recipe. Okay. One star from Helen V. Where are the directions for this recipe? Okay. (laughs) I see it's not my computer or the page. Others have posted the same comment. So when will you post the rest of the recipe? One star from Diana H. The recipe that I printed out only had the the ingredients for the eggplant. It gave no directions. How did he stuff the eggplant? Was it baked in the oven? Was the cheese put between two slices of eggplant pieces? Or was it lasagna style? What happened to the directions? (laughs) One star from Jamie. All the ingredients are there, but what do you do with them? (laughs) 
<laughs> one star from Prudence. I agree with the others. The ingredients sound so good, but how do you put it all together? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then all that to read this four star review from Anonymous. My daughter Shauna and I were watching Restaurant Impossible when we saw Robert making the three cheese stuffed eggplant. I want to make it, but there isn't any directions. I can visualize him making it, so it's not so bad for me. (laughs) I will write again and let you all know how it was and if you need the directions. And we never, we never, we never heard from. uh, We never hear back. Anonymous or Shauna ever again. Okay. Wow. Wow. <laughs> We're ending with reviews for rice pudding. Okay. Can't fuck this up, right? Rice pudding. You can't fuck it up, but what you can do in your ingredients list is say that it calls for a quarter cup vanilla extract. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, and for, for reference, it calls for three quarters cup short grain right, ri- white rice. So we got a three to one vanilla extract to rice ratio on this one. Give it to me, baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> one star from recipe box 13. Lol. <laughs> Who would ever put a quarter cup of vanilla in anything unless you are feeding an army? I modified the recipe after reading it. One tablespoon vanilla. Simmered it until it thickened. Came out perfect. Yeah, obviously a tablespoon. Obviously Uh, a tablespoon. An unstarred review from Chris. Just tried this. It was disgusting. Inedible. There must be a typo. Take it down. I wasted all the ingredients. Buddy. There must be a typo. I don't know where it is, but there must be some kind of error. I can't even imagine how bitter yeah yeah just how bitter that it like yeah so i wanted to bring this one because there were a bunch of people who basically said who in their right mind would do this or it was obviously a typo so i did this or a bunch of people who basically said like hey typos happen i get it it was really really obvious so i just didn't do it and then foodie 15 was under every single (laughs) one going a fucking einstein here didn't even make the recipe (laughs) i wish yeah i know yeah uh, <laughs> um, no, what we get instead is the dichotomy of the people who just went with it. That's really, I mean, I guess it's not, like, I guess maybe you wouldn't know somehow. Four stars from Julie L. I doubled the recipe and ended up putting a half a cup of pure vanilla extract. Buddy. I thought we would all end up with a hangover, but it was actually delicious. Followed by this phrase. Very soupy. Buddy. Buddy. (laughs) But I'm going to chill it overnight. Cheers. Buddy. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Uh, Three stars from Leslie M. I agree with the majority of you that this is soupy. I will make it again as the flavor is excellent. We actually enjoyed the strong vanilla flavor. That's too much, man. That's too much. <laughs> you can't. You're not allowed. Uh, and then the last review we're going to end on. This is one star from 
I love Jasper because I ride. Okay. <laughs> Weird, I- but okay. <laughs> One star. That vanilla was insane. Yes. Yes. Yes, it would be. Correct. <laughs> a quarter cup of milk. That's like, correct. A 15 or $20 or $10, somewhere in there, a, an expensive bottle of vanilla from Penzi's is yeah. like... It varies like $17. $17 and like maybe an eighth of a cup. Maybe. So if you're doing this, and even if you're buying the cheap shit, that's like $20 worth of vanilla. If it's like, if you're using real vanilla extract, which they said they did, they're not using vanilla. Like, Like, yeah, but I just, wow. It would take, I think you'd have to buy two bottles generally. Yeah. And and just at that point, when you're putting two bottles in your basket, surely that's when you're like, something's fucked up. Something's probably a typo here. There's probably something wrong here. This stuff, like I'm looking at my my little bag of rice and I'm looking at my two bottles of vanilla extract, and this doesn't. Is this, is that is this why rice pudding so ritzy? Um, <laughs> is this... Is this no, to, why... be, to be fair, French onion soup is a, is famously a peasant dish and incredibly expensive. True. If you want to make it proper, yeah. The one time we did, I was like, oh, man, Jess loves like peasanty food. She loves soup. I'm going to make her French onion soup for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was $50. And then we set the oven on fire. <laughs> and then we set the, yeah. That was that a long was time That was one ago. of my favorite Valentine's Days. We watched Con Air and set the oven on fire. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Con that Air. Was, that was good. Yeah. That was, it was a really good Valentine's Day. That's it. How do I end the show? Uh, thank you so much for listening is usually the thing. Uh, yeah, I guess. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this show, tell a friend. Um, if you'd like to t- reach out to us, you yeah. could do that at forevercritic at gmail.com or on Twitter at Critic Everyone or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Critic Everyone. Um, if you'd like to get, uh, if you'd like to 3D print my left foot, that file is on, um, is online now. You can pull that. Uh, I'd like to thank Guillaume Tucker for Bebop Molecule, which is our ad break music. Jazar for Green Lights, which is the song you're about to hear. And as always, 100 Gex for Frog on the Floor, our fucking bop of an intro. Oh, I wish. <laughs> I wish. Um, my whole new personality. Everything. I'd like to thank Brother of the Show Oliver just for being a pretty cool guy. Uh, if you want to tell him he's a pretty cool guy, you can do that at BeastCoastArts at gmail.com. Where'd he come from? Nobody knows. (laughs) Uh, On that note, we'll catch you next Wednesday.